Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So happy to be a part of this today. Uh, we are so, so overjoyed to be joined today with um, our, our, our great friends who are watching this and um, a, a great partner of Uri Letzetic, a great supporter of Uri Letzetic. Um, we are here with uh, Rabbinate Dr. Hanna Hashkis, who is the head of the International Halakhic Scholars Program in uh, Lindenbaum of our Torah Stone. She's a graduate of five years of Halakhic program of Susie Branfield's Women's Institute of Halakhic Leadership of Or Torah Stone. She earned her PhD in philosophy from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. On the topic of American, American uh, pragmatism, Hannah's book, Rabbinic Discourses, as a system of knowledge and the study of Torah equal to them all in 2015 is a, a philosophical study of Jewish thought. Hannah is active in the Beit Hillel Rabbi's organization. She teaches in various frameworks of higher education, adult learning programs, and on topics of Talmud, Halakha, and Jewish thought. She lives in Jerusalem with her husband and has four children. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Very, I'm very glad to, to be here and thank you for Uri Letzedek and Eddie for organizing this. Um, so today I'm going to speak about Daka, civic order and social justice. Um, and the idea is to see how the rabbis negotiate this tension between a society that has to run itself and in some way of, or other has to um, profess uh, oh, treating, treating um, uh, the citizens or their community um, uh, members in some way in equality and make sure there's order um, and, and law. And on the other hand, there's the demand of the weak in the society um, we're talking today about poverty, uh, poor people mainly, um, um, and um, the, the responsibility of the city to take care of them. Um, but also we have a personal mitzvah of tzedakah. So how does this work together? Um, what, what, what I really would like to emphasize here today is this feeling that I am walking with um, uh, this thought that it maybe it doesn't really matter what kind of regime we live in or we elect to live in or we believe in. Um, uh, what's important is a set of values that motivates the way we run and rule our lives. Um, and that goes for our regimes and, and uh, countries also. So maybe for one time it was common to have um, monarchies and today it's democracy and maybe not even in everyone, everywhere in the world there's democ democracy, but if we, um, if we go by a certain set of values, maybe that doesn't matter so much. Um, so that's why that's that's how I want to look at the sources that we'll we'll go we're going to learn together today. Um, I like to tell this story. My mother uh, used to like to quote Ishayao Leibovich. 
um, Ishaya, and, and she used to say it in this Yeke, you know, Jewish, German, uh, Israeli uh, accent. Used to say the sentence, and, and I'm not, she, she used to um, imitate him, but I don't know how to do that. But she, he used to say, Lo yarda Torah al har Sinai kedei lemale funktia shel miflegeta poalim. Basically, what she was, uh, he was saying is that um, Torah did not descend from heaven in order to be a manifest of the Labor Party. What he was trying to say is, don't tell me that, you know, show me laws of Shemitah, of Maserani, um, or, or things, a very... Uh, social things that the the prophets say and prove by that that god wanted us to live in a kind of social uh, 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 socialistic uh, um, uh, regime or i think a lot of it was also against um, religious zionism the way he experienced it in the 60s and 70s maybe 80s um, he used to say you can be a zionist but don't go ahead proving to me that Yirmiyahu Anavi was a religious Zionist. It has nothing to do uh, uh, with each other. Um, now, I really like this quote from my mother, the way she says it, of, but unfortunately, she's not in a mental um, uh, condition to, to tell me when I wanted to know um, uh, where I can find this quote, where she heard it, so I wrote to, um, to um, Rav Eli Ofran, his grandson, and I asked him if he knows what, where it's taken from. So he didn't know. He said he never heard it, but um, he knew that that's what he thought. And he sent me this quotation of his grandfather, and I um, translated it into English. It was in Hebrew. This is what he says. We learned that the prophets do not represent specific ideas of state, nationhood, nationhood, independence, lib liberty, etc. As uh, all these ideas, they do not represent them as essential to faith and religion. They merely represent the absolute demand of worship to worship Hashem. This is what he would say. He would say that to be a religious Jew is not okay. So the yoke of heaven, we have that quote here, not, not to fulfill some kind of socialist agenda. The conclusion is that Judaism has no particular political or social program. The yoke of the kingdom of heaven, which a Jew accepts in the form of the yoke of Torah and mitzvot does not include the obligation to be in terms of political and social regime, a socialist or anti-socialist, monarchist or Republican, democratic or author authoritarian. One thing can be said perhaps, since the Torah appears as a totalitarian religious claim about ma man, overcome yourself as a lion to stand in the morning to worship your creator, right? As the opening of Shulchan Aruch reminds us, um, so it denies in practice any totalitarian claim of any political social regime. 
So that's the only thing he can say about some kind of type of regime that he can deny. But that doesn't mean that he can uh, um, advocate something particular other than denying authority. authority sorry for totalitarian regime. Um, so that's just the opening uh, to what I, I want to show um, and, and learn the, the uh, sources I want to learn today. So um, what we'll do is I looked into um, uh, Baba Batra in the first chapter. Um, uh, um, I'll read the Mishnah in a minute. And there it talks about the responsibility. It, 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 goes, it goes into the issue of the responsibility of the city to the poor and, and the mechanism of society, how to take care of, of the poor and how it is embedded in the legal system. And those are the types of sources that I want to look at. So first we'll look at the legal status of communal tzedakah system. Then, um, then I'll look into, I'm trying to scroll down here. Um, is equality an overriding value? We'll see that in treatment of the poor, there might be a, a problem there. The third section is um, the status of the Gabaim as Beidin. I said that the whole system of Tzedakah is embedded in the legal system of, of the city, the community. So the Gabaim, those who um, take the money in order to give it to the poor, have a legal status of Beidin. And the fourth section is... Uh, uh, no, that's that's the that's the end. The, the, we'll see different different types of uh, different uh, aspects of that of the legal status of the gabayim. So let's start with our Mishnah. The Mishnah in the beginning of Baba Batra does not talk about the poor. It talks about um, uh, the relationship between this is Perek Ashutafim between partners and how they. Uh, put fences in between them, and then it goes on to talk about the responsibility of um, of the private individual to the city and vice versa. So the first Mishnah says, and I sent I sent a source sheet so you can look at the English when I'm reading and translating the Hebrew. Um, the first. Um, uh, um, Mishnah that we're, we'll talk the Mishnah. It's it's not the first one in the in the Perek. Um, you can compel a person who lives in a courtyard with other families to build a guardhouse and a door to the courtyard that belongs to everyone. And then Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel says not all courtyards need that. Um, and again, that is says. About, that is said about the city. So a person can be um, compelled to contribute, not to be the only builder, but to contribute to the security of the city, to build a wall, uh, doors, and locks. Um, and then the, the question is, well, what does it mean that if you're a resident in a city, if you live in the city, what does it mean about your obligation? 
So the Mishnah asks, Kama ye ba'ir ke'anshe ha'ir? How long does he have to live in the city to be included or uh, considered a person that, that belongs to the city? And then the Mishnah says 12 months, but if he buys a house in the city, this is a dweller, right? If he buys a house that goes with the deed, right? You buy a house immediately, he has to pay whatever, whatever the system is to take the money, um, the taxes, he has to pay them in order to contribute to the security of the city. So that's the context. And then the, the Gemara goes on to discuss, to discuss all these details. And it comes upon a Braita um, that uh, seems to, uh, um, um, what's the word, um, go against the Mishnah. Um, and it asks, uh, who says that for everything, in, in every respect, do we demand 12 months? Because we have a brighter that says, so 30 days um, for Tamchui, which is uh, translated here as the food the food uh what's it called um there, there's a charity box and there's uh some kind of the, the charity platter the charity platter is uh where we have the, the that's the tamhui that's where we we directly give food to the poor so um you 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 sit there 30 days for tamhui 30 three months for the kupa, it, it only requires after three months. That's only then do you start paying for the charity fund, and then shishalek suit, shishalek vua for bearing. That's nine months, and shnei masar lepaseir twelve months. It's only to uh, pay taxes for a building fund of the city. It's columns maybe fences, things like that, that we build in the city. And then continues uh, um, Rav Asi uh, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that everyone has to contribute to these columns of the city. Um, even even uh, the orphans should pay that kind of ta tax. Aval Rabbanan lo. Rabbanan don't agree with Rabbi Yochanan, uh, the rabbis. Uh, um, uh, sorry, 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 that's a mistake. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan says everyone contributes to Paseir, even the orphans, but not the rabbis, okay? The, those who sit and study Torah, they don't have to pay because they don't use the security system of the of the city because they study Torah they don't need anyone to guard them because the Torah guards them so since they're not using the services of the city for security they don't need to pay that um 
Uh, and then the, the Gemara gives us Klala de Milta, so what's the rule here? Kol Milta de Itle o Anaaminei, Afilu Miyatmei. You pay every, uh, um, ev for every service that you, you enjoy, um, and then even, even orphans pay that. So we'll talk a little about um, that uh, in a minute, the, the specific um, status of the orphans. Um, and I wanted to show uh, how, uh, how, again, how far this goes. Um, the Shulchan Aruch brings, it's from another Gemara, but I chose here to make it a little more simple. If someone damages another person and the, the punishment is that he has to pay five gold, um, um, uh, some, some kind of amount of money. And then he says to the Gabai or to the elders, to Ve'air, I don't, I don't mind the knas, okay? Uh, the person who was damaged says, I don't need that money. Please give it to the poor of the, of the city. Okay, so he declares that in the beginning of the, um, the, the, um, uh, court, the procedures, but then they managed to reach an agreement and have peace between them. And it, it ended up that the, the person who caused the damage was, did not need to pay uh, his, uh, uh, the other party. And, and then the Shulchan Aruch says, as if, but he declared already that he doesn't need the money and he wants to give it to the poor. And so he, so if he doesn't get the money, um, so even though, um, the, the damaging party is not required to pay damages, um, he's still required to give the money because it was, it really, his money now, because of his declaration and intention, it belongs to the poor. So you see how deeply embedded this um, uh, uh, responsibility of the city for its daka, um, but in the system, um, how deeply it goes into the legal system of the city. So, and, and what we're talking about here is funds that it's a charity fund. This is what's called a kupa, and we'll see, uh, we'll see soon the details of it. These are the charity funds that um, are allocated to the poor of the city. It's very much like our uh, system of welfare. Um, where um, from the taxes that we pay, and it doesn't say this is taxes for tzedakah, but in this city, it does say you pay specifically for tzedakah um, and you pay to the charity fund. And this is this has a legal status in the city. So what I was saying before, that it doesn't matter if we have a socialist regime or he didn't use uh, capitalist, but today... I think we would use this kind of capitalism, this kind of 
capitalism, welfare state, uh, uh, socialist, um, uh, some kind of uh, softened capitalism. Um, so what here, whatever their system was, um, there's a well, it's a kind of welfare society because we're, we're looking here at a system that does not depend on the um, good will of, of uh, and, and voluntary goodwill of every individual. And what kind of a tzedakah person do I want to be? Or a giver, maybe I'm not a giver, maybe I am. It's not depend, it doesn't depend on that. This is part of the legal system of our town or country. It depends what, how big our uh, organization here is. So this is this Shulchan Aruch. We have, um, uh, we have more halachot that show, again, the formality of this business. Um, Shulchan Aruch says in Yoreh De'ar Eish Nun Tet, Mi sheyesh biyado ma'ot v'umesupak imem shel tzedaka, chayav liten otam letzedaka. So I have money in my purse, and I don't know, maybe someone gave it to me, you know, when they were flying over and they said to me, uh, give it, go to the Kotel and give it for tzedakah. That will be uh, to keep me from harm's way. Or I am myself the Gabay and I'm not sure. Or maybe I said to myself, everything that I earned from a specific job, I'll give to tzedakah. And then I don't know about specific funds that I find lying around. Um, even if I have safek, then I have to give them to tzedakah. Because it seems here that the money intended to tzedakah, it's like it has a different metaphysical status. It cannot be used for anything else. Um, and then Ramah gives uh, um, a different uh, twist on this. Um, I'll, I'll read it in English because it's a little compl complicated for me to, to, uh, to translate. If one consecrated something with an ambiguous expression as, and died, the property continues in the possession of the rightful heirs. Since it, it is so it goes to the heirs, not to the tzedakah, since it, it is impossible to know the intention of the deceased. For the burden of the proof rests with the charity officials, okay? You want the money charity officials, okay? It's like, it's like the, the tax, uh, um, uh, what do you call them? Rashut uh, um, the that part of the government who takes the taxes. Um, they, uh, they, the burden of the proof is on the, charity officials who are interested in uh, changing the present status of the property, right? We know that motzimi dei chazaka, if there's a, a, a known, a known um, status of something, if you want to claim that, no, it has a different status, belongs to me, not to you, but it's in your hands, then you, the burden of the proof is on you if you want to make that change. Um, um, so, and as long as they cannot bring proof, the property in question continues in the possession, possession of the heirs. Um, so that's this. Another, another um, uh, thing that Shulchan Aruch says that again shows how deeply this is embedded, uh, the rules of tzedakah are embedded 
in in the legal system um one minute i had to close something here uh, um is that um the community has no right to assess or tax charity funds right charity funds are are not to be touched and you can't say okay i have the funds here i'll move them from here to here i have a war i have an emergency i have a, a, a an epidemic so i'll use this for other funds that i need no you're not allowed to do that the charity funds have their status and they cannot be touched um so this is again to show that even when we didn't have a welfare state we didn't have a socialist uh, regime, we already had um, charity and, and, and caring for the poor, poor of the city embedded in the legal system, the structure of society, the monetary system. And again, it's not just Zakaya, if uh, uh, someone asks me, comes to my door, I give him or I not give him, it's not even, um, what we call the tithes, the masrot, um, which have a more religious uh, meaning and, and have to do with the whole system of Beta Mikdash. Um, here we're, and, and the counting of seven years, here we're talking about how we organize our city. And it's in halacha to organize our society in a way that part of the legal construct is what do we do about the poor? Um, now let's talk a little about uh, uh, the equality and what happens, uh, do they wanna retain equality? So if we have a system that has poor and has rich, has givers and have those who, are, uh, who enjoy what if individuals give, um, then that one of the problem is it that it creates inequality. Um, so look, look what uh, uh, the Gemara in um, the continuation of Baba Batra, the same Mishnah, it all continues to talk about um, these systems. And it tells us about Rabbah, Rematz Daka Ayatmei Devei Marion. He um, uh, imposed paying Daka and some orphans there was this family of orphans and he said you have to pay you have to give tzedakah he imposed on them even for this great mitzvah of redeeming uh, uh, captives rav shmuel bar yuda says we don't ask uh, orphans to to uh, give uh, to for for money for redeeming captives, um, and look what Rabbi answers. Amarle ana laachshovinu ka'avidna. So the so the the translation here is: I did this to elevate them in standing, right? because you're orphans, but you still have a standing in our community. You still have a status. I understood in my Hebrew, I wanted to give them respect. I wanted to show, show them that we consider you as equals, as uh, other people. So there is this a sensitivity 
to their equality by saying even orphans that if they're orphans and they're called earth orphans in us in a society they it seems like they have the need as the poor um so he says no even the orphans they had something have to pay and in order to equalize it seems like it happens in order uh to equalize and here's there's another interesting uh which deals with the the daily cycle of tefillot and this this siman is about uh, Ashat, the, the, um, the leader of the prayer, Shliach um, Tzibur, and he, sh he should be paid. And, and, and Shulchan Aruch says, Schar Shatz Porimi Kupata Kahal. Okay, so our Kihila has some funds, and there's a Kupa, and everyone, uh, there are those who decide what we do with them. So we give the, 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 uh, we give we give the shliach tzibur um, his his uh, due, and uh, it says here afal pishe ashatz motzi hadal keashir mikol makom en yad haani maseget keashir. The way that the kupat kahal the the communal fund works is that not everyone pays the same amount. Poor pays a little. The um, the rich uh, pay more. Um, but so if you give the shliach tibur the money for his job, um, his payment, uh, if you give it from from the kupa, it turns out that the rich of the community gave more. So there's no equality here, um, although when we're davening right everywhere everyone is equal to everyone else um, so the 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 rich pay more but they get get exactly the same this seems to be unequal and unjust but still shulchan Aruch says we do that actually rama says that sometimes it doesn't uh, work like that i don't have here the translation um that that when you when you um ask for people for money for the community fund um you don't it's it's not all progressive as to your uh, ability but so people actually do pay only half of uh their dues they pay uh according to their ability but the other half they pay up according to the amount of people in their family. So it's part of it is equal. Uh, another another uh, um, another uh, law of the Shulchan Aruch. Kol adam chayav afilu So here's another equalizer. Everyone gives to our kupat tzedaka. Everyone gives to our charity funds. Even if you receive money from the charity fund you have to pay uh, according to your ability um so you you receive an amount of money for your needs you have to allocate part of it to the um to to the fund um 
בית דין, כופים אותו ומכים אותו מכת מרדות. So if someone does not pay according to his ability, and there's an allocation, so everyone knows what you make, and they give you uh, an amount to pay to the communal fund according to your, uh, uh, according to your, your gains. Um, so we can't even say that today we have this system that goes into our lives. They had that before. Somehow they knew what everyone has in order to say what you need to pay. And they even, he even gets punished um, by lashes uh, if, if he, he doesn't pay until uh, he gives. Um, he doesn't give the money, you go into his house and we take the refrigerator. Um, that is the authority of uh, the, 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 the of the um, charity funds. Now, I, when I said, okay, note how much this charity fund and However, whatever, however, we allocate it and distribute it and, 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 and um, take the money from people, um, that's embedded into the legal system of the city. There's another uh, facet of this, and that is that the Gabaim have a status of a Bedin. They have, they're not just people who volunteer to, okay, I'll, I'll, um, I'll do the drive, you know, and I'll make phone calls and I'll ask people for money. No, these are Gabaim. They have a role and they have an authority uh, according to this role. And this authority is like a bedding. And this is what, again, this, the continued Gemara in Baba Batra tells us. Tanura Banan. So the charity fund is collected by two people. Uh, um, so we have two people who go from door to door or however way they do it. Um, uh, two people together go from door to door to take the money. Um, but it's distributed by to the poor. Now we need three people. Um, why? Okay, when I go to this rich guy and I want to get the money and he says, no, no, it's not a good time for me. I have authority. And in order to uh, implement my authority, I can't do it if there's one person. We need two people. That's like a bedin. So for authority, for force, mamash force, right? Uh, um, I need two. But if I want to distribute money, that's already dinema monot. And dinema monot bishlosha. So I have to have like a uh, um, structure here of a bedin, and I need three people. Tamchui, Tamchui was the charity platter, right? I take money from people, and I take food from people and I give the food back. Tamchui nigbet bishlosha umitchaleket bishlosha shegibuya vechaluka shavim. When I take the, the food, I do it, I do it, I, 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 um, I take it from people and I allocate it immediately. The food will, will 
go bad. So it's not like a charity fund that I can fill in my box and give out however much I need today and keep the box for next week. Um, no, with the food, it goes, it comes and it goes immediately. So here we need the three that distribute it. We need the three also when we um, uh, collect the food um, because we don't have time. Okay, I go, I collect, and I go and distribute. So we need um, we need uh, three people. ורשאים בני העיר להתנות על המידות ועל השערים ועל שכר פועלים ולהסיע על קיצתם. Okay, so the authorities of the city, בני העיר, are allowed to, um, to decide what, what is the monetary, um, what's the word in English? Uh, appoint the, the value of the money um, and, and what, what should, what should uh, uh, laborers get for, for their work. And also is to, to find, to give fines. These, they are allowed to do that. And then um, uh, the Gemara asks, my what, what is the authority, uh, what authority is associated with collecting charity? And the answer is, So I can take uh, a person who's not giving the funds that he uh, gives, that he is allocated, and when I come to collect, he says, I'm sorry, I don't have that kind of money. I can take a mashkon. I take something from his house uh, in order to make sure that maybe he'll bring me the money that he uh, promised. Um, but then the Gemara says, Don't pressure, uh, you know, the people. And that's in Yirmiyahu. Ve'amar Rabbi Yitzchak bar Shmuel bar Mata mishmei dera ve'afilu al gabayi tzedaka. This pasuk that Hashem says um, that is going to punish those who press, oppress, press, pressure uh, the people, even gabayi tzedaka sometimes behave like that. And Hashem will punish them. So why are you saying you're allowed to have srara, sraruta, authority over people? And then the answer is lokashya had the amid had the lo amid. Okay, if someone is really poor and someone does, even if they're not totally poor, but they don't have money, they're on fell on hard times, then don't oppress them. But if they have money and can do it and just don't want to, then you're allowed to put some pressure on them. And and then there's a story of Rabba. So Rava went to this Rav Natan Bar Ami and uh, compelled him to give him 400 Zuz for Tzedakah. Um, I, I want to read two Tosfot here and then uh, maybe we'll go through the Rambam quickly, but then we have a very interesting uh, response by Rashba about uh, these issues. So um, the Tosfot, uh, the Tosfot and the story about Rava compelling Rava, what's his name? Natan Barami, uh, Natan Barami. So the Tosfot says, um, 
אחר היה עמו, דאין עושים שררה על הציבור פחות משניים, ולא חשיב להם מפני כבודו של רבא. The Tosfot is bothered by the fact that it says רבא, and it doesn't say רבא and another גבאי, because you need to have two in order to collect. Um, so Tosfot says, don't worry, there was another person with him, אחר היה עמו, because we don't do, he couldn't do it uh, just on his own. But we don't, we, he's not mentioned because, because of Rava's uh, uh, honor, okay? So that's, that's to show you that um, we're doing it only with two. And then um, this story about Achfei de Rav Natan, um, uh, um, there is another um, uh, Braita, Kol Mitzvat Aseh, שמתן שכרה בצידה, אין בית דין של מטה מוזרים עליה. אוקיי, um, okay, so we have a conflicting notion that if there's a מצוות עשה, that you get שכר that Hashem promises us to have long life or to give you, to give you something in return, um, then the authorities are not supposed to uh, compel you to do that. So the, how does that work? And the uh, Tosfot brings four different answers. Two by Rabbeinu Tam. Yes, they compel them, but not really with punishments and lashes and all that. Bidvarim. Um, and another, another idea by Rabbeinu Tam is okay? They agreed. That was a kind of social contract. Okay, in terms of tzedakah, we all agree that the authorities are allowed to compel us because that's the kind of society we want to live in. Um, uh, Riz says, well, it's not exactly only a mitzvah taseh, there's also a love. It's also mitzvah lo taseh because it says lo te'ametzet levavcha. And Ritzva, um, Ritzva says, it's not, ex- it's not the same as compelling a person and really punishing him until he says or until he does it and if it brings a, um, a, a example from love we don't really use those measures but we do it in a more uh, um, like maybe like we convince him that This is in his uh, interest to do that. So um, this is uh, 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 what, how the Tosfo deals with the problem that it doesn't seem right to, to compel a person to give tzedakah. Tzedakah has to be voluntary, has to be between me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and not something that is embedded in the legal system of my society, because that's not even religious. That's just something that we do because we live in a society. It's civil, it's not religious. And mitzvah tzedakah is religious. But here you see how, how the system really is trying to, to negotiate these two values, the religious value of giving tzedakah and the understanding that this is a responsibility of a, a collection of people, of a kibbutz shel bnei adam. Okay, uh, Rambam uh, gives uh, the details here, so I won't go into them. He, he talks about kupa shel tzedakah, 
and he talks about tamchui. Um, interestingly, look what he says in Gimel. Me'olam lo ra'inu velo shamanu bekahal mi'israel she'en la'im kupa shel tzedaka. It is un, untold, unheard of that we have a kihila be'israel and they don't have a kupa of tzedaka. Aval atamchui יש מקומות שנהגו ויש מקומות שלא נהגו. That's something else. We have places where they don't have the charity platter, where they don't go out and distribute food. But we don't have a קהילה בישראל where they don't have a קופת צדקה. Um, and it's something also very common today that a uh, uh, shul has a קופת צדקה, גמח, and people who fall on hard times, even if they're not poor, can come and ask for some funds and then maybe if they're uh if if they have the money they they then give it back um uh okay now i wanna i wanna um probably this will be the last thing i want to uh read this chuva of uh, of the rashba um um i don't have a translation for it um, I, I didn't think like the, the part of Ishaya Leibovich, I put it in Google Translate and it did a pretty good job. You know, when I got, went over it and tweaked it, I didn't think it would do a good job with the Rashba. So um, I gave up the endeavor. In Shut Rashba, there's a bunch of responsa, Me'inyan Kihilot. Okay, a bunch of them from Shinpei onwards um, about communities, issues of communities like taxes, takanot, okay, rule, different rules of the cities. Uh, and, and then um, uh, I think in Project Ashut, it says, Koteret Zoyna Kotarto Shel Shut Shinpei Bilvad, Ela Shel Kol Kvutsat Ashuti Baba. Okay, so. This is Shelot Vechuvot Menyan Kihilot, a collection of them. And here's the question. Shalta, Aniyah Ir Merubin, okay, a lot of poor people in this city. Malchut Beyoker, okay, the, the, the authorities, the non Jewish authorities are, you know, collecting a lot of taxes, giving us a lot of trouble. So people are really short on funds. Okay, there's a battle in the community. What are the Jews fighting about? Between the rich people of the community, there's a fight. The very rich, they כי גם העשירים הבינוניים הדין נותן שייתנו לכל העניים בכל יום פת כמונו. So the, the, the very rich say, uh, we can't deal again with another tax, giving funds to the, the charity uh, fund. Um, let them come from door to door. They'll come to us, the very rich. They'll come to you, the little less rich. And we'll all give them their food. Um, we don't want another tax. Um, that's what they said. Um, they can come from door to door. Um, someone, someone here is uh, waiting to come in uh, to the right. Okay. 
and Abinonim, uh, the less rich, Toanim, they say, No, they don't agree that people have to go from door to door. That is may, maybe they, that's, that's um, degrading. They won't go to, from door to door. No, they should sit in the house and there are brethren. We don't want them to degrade themselves and go from door to door. And the whole community has to... Um, uh, feed them. Of course, the more rich don't want them because they have to give a lot more money. But that's the that's the what they were fighting over. I don't know what this is. Okay, like Rava went to this uh, Nathan Barami, the rich one, and took money. And this Bedin today in our city does that. Okay, this is the question that Rashba is asked. Okay, tell me uh, who's right and who's wrong. And, th and the answer of Rashba is, They're right. The, the less rich, the aniim, the portion, go from uh, uh, door to door. So here we understand exactly what the fight is about. Yes, the more you have, the more you should give. That's how it works in the community. Okay, and that's according to, to this story. About Nakdimon Ben Gurion, he was so rich, he gave a lot to Tzedakah, but not as much as he could, and that's why he lost uh, his money. Right? Everyone gives according to their ability and receives according to their needs. This is degrading. This is not, we don't want our poor to get, go down to the level that they have to do that. These people in the Galil Elyon gave a lot of meat to everyone. If it's if it if you give a lot and you give a little less, you have to give them what they need. You see, yes, I understand that people are not rich. And but but look at this, look at this lament. There's no riches. Lobakis, not in our pockets, not in our bank accounts. 
not also in our minds, in our hearts. There's no richness anywhere. And that's, that's the sad um, level of our generation. You give money and you give it from the funds of the community. If these poor people feel that they don't have enough and they need more money and they decide after being given the basic uh, uh, need, uh, answering their basic needs, that's their business. And then you can exercise the goodness of your heart and whatever you feel you want to do extra. But there is this basic uh, level that everyone has to uh, be given. Um, Bet Yosef here brings another story about uh, um, the question if you are allowed to, uh, um, if someone has, and um, what's the English? Do I have the English? I don't have the English. If someone, someone asked, uh, got a loan and owes someone money and he doesn't have any money to take care of his family and, um, and he's given tzedakah and then the person who he owes him money comes to him and say, no, you can't use that money for, for your family. Um, you owe me money. So the question is, if, he allow, if, if that money can go to the person who owes it, and the answer is no. When I give tzedakah or in the community gives tzedakah, the money has to go to tzedakah. It doesn't go to pay loans. Um, so uh, Beit Yosef brings here the, 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 this opinion that I said of Avia Ezri, another opinion of Rabbeinu Simcha, and he rules like Avia Ezri because there's this Tosefta, Maaser Ani, Ein Purim Mimeno Milve Vechov. You don't pay loans from Maaser Ani, Ve'en Meshalmi Mimeno Gmulim, Ve'en Podim Bo Ashvuim. Okay, you don't do all these, you don't, you don't, even the things that are com community responsibility to redeem uh, captives and to give money for people to get married, um, whatever is maser ani goes to the ani for their food. Um, so you see that the, the money that goes to tzedakah uh, goes to tzedakah. I think um, I'll end here and I'll just, I'll just summarize with what I opened with that we can see that uh, in the different communities we, we had here Mishnah, we had here Gemara, we had here Rishonim, we had here Shulchan Aruch, um, I don't know, in, they lived in different systems and regimes, um, but to take care of the welfare of the weak in the society um, as a responsibility, not over, only of individuals, because we have uh, religious feelings and because we want to fulfill our obligation to Hashem. Um, as part of what it means to run a society, um, these, these people have to be taken care of. 
And it doesn't matter if you live in a welfare state or some kind of totalitarian state or, or in, uh, in uh, what kind of capitalism. Um, this, is, um, this is embedded in the halachic structure and the legal system of, uh, of, a, of every Jewish community. Thank you. Brilliant. Yashikach, Ravani, uh, Dr. Hannah Hashkis. Thank you so much. Uh, we might have time for one question if anybody wants to jump in. Okay, amazing. So much to think about here. Such amazing Torah. Thank you so, so much, Ravani, Dr. Hannah Hashkis. Thank you so much. It's beautiful. Torah, and we look forward to continuing to learn from you from afar. Thank you. Have a great night in Eretz Israel. Call to. <laughs> Thank you. Have a